Hi everyone, lovely to have you here. This is the podcast where I, Alice Plunkett, reach into people's unique experiences and explore their real lives. Together, I think we're going to ride a real roller coaster of emotions from sadness and fear, joy and admiration. We're going to discuss challenging human experiences such as abuse, addiction and incurable disease and hear inspirational stories of success. In this podcast, we'll talk about it all. Today, I'm chatting with Louise Best. Louise calls out scammers on TikTok by leading them on in hilarious exchanges. Um, so thank you very much for agreeing to chat with me today. I'm really eager to hear what you've got to say. Um, I think, first of all, I think we'll start by talking about, if it's okay, your dating history. Because this is where it's all stemming from, I presume, this what you do. Can we can we just introduce no, no. yourself and say what it is that you do? Um what I do in life or what I just do generally. No, what 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 you're doing with this um where you're sort of like calling people out on, on dating. Right, well, online. um okay, so my name's Louise and it all started really with um well, I was using the dating sites very unsuccessfully and realising a lot of the people who were responding, sending me messages, they they weren't real people. A lot of it is down to the language um, and the pictures. The pictures are professional and, you know, no disrespect to people using the, the dating sites, but professional, very handsome, very professional photographs of very handsome men. Um, that just didn't look like you'd find them on Tinder. You know, yeah. they didn't look like the sort of guys you'd find on there. Um, but then So is it like alarm bells? Because you think, hang on, if this guy, if this guy, yeah. first of all, couldn't afford to have these professional photos done, if he looks this good, then you know, yeah. why is he on and here? Also, or... the, the backgrounds were obviously not in the UK, quite often. I mean, I know people put holiday photos up on dating apps, but these were, um, you know, often inside apartments or on balconies, and they just looked a little bit too, they were just too good to be true, the reality of it. But then when you match that to the language, they, these look like professional men, and the language was like, a semi-illiterate teenager. So yeah. at first, is it just kids messing about? They found a picture online and they're just messing about. And occasionally that did happen. Occasionally it was somebody who was just, they were just playing. They were just messing about on uh, on the apps. But I, I started to see patterns in the language. And the first one was they would open with, hello dear. And of course, we don't say that, you, you know, you, your granddad or your grandma, I mean, I'm a grandma, I don't say it, my grandma or granddad might have referred to you as dear as a term of endearment, yeah. but it's not how you'd open a chat with somebody in their 50s in this day and age. So that was always the first one. If they started with hello dear, you knew that, that, that this was the first one. And I would, initially, I would just not continue with the conversation. Um, and then we got into lockdown and I started using TikTok like millions of other people. And they were all over TikTok as well. And I noticed my followers, um, quite a large percentage of my followers were in Nigeria. And I couldn't quite equate that because I didn't appear to be getting comments all that my even that that my content would be of any interest to anybody. So what what was your content on TikTok? And initially, I I started off just chatting, just just talking, really. I mean, I think one of the earliest ones I did was I had builders in. Um, well, I had builders outside because obviously we were going into lockdown. I had builders outside and. My son is actually a builder and he had made a comment about the fact that I hadn't made them a cup of tea and how awful it was. So I'd 
just made a chatty video saying, you know, I'm just the worst customer ever because I didn't make tea. And and so it was just silly things like that. And then I would just, I, was, I would always just chat into my phone when I was walking the dog. Um, and then I made a video about my granddaughter. And for, for some reason, that video went viral. Um, I'd, what was my, it? Well, it was... It was my daughter was in hospital having her second child. And so I was looking after um, her two-year-old and I couldn't get her to go to bed. And so I, so the video is me sat in the garden. I look absolutely knackered and I'm just, just talking about how brutal toddlers are. And <laughs> get her to bed and everything we've done that day to tire her out. And the thing that seemed to catch people's imagination was I said, um, you know, she's had a wee and she had a poo in the woods when we were walking the dog. And that just, everybody was start commenting about her pooing in the woods, that that had just made people laugh. Um, and, and so on the back of that video, I just suddenly started to collect followers and I ended up with, I've got, I think, 42,000 followers now. From just chatting, rubbish most of the time but it, it just seemed to resonate with people my age and so during lockdown then what happened was I started getting more and more dms from these obviously scammers um and what, what did they say what was the content of the dm so they would always start with hello dear um and so it's sort of they'd say things like um I've I've come across your profile and you're so beautiful and um, and then they'd say, are you married? And even if you said yes, they would still continue with the conversation because, and I realized very quickly they were all working from a script. So it didn't matter what I said, it didn't throw them. So I started to get more and more just ridiculous with my responses. And what I did was I screenshotted them and then I made videos of the screenshots where I would just narrate them in a really sort of satirical way. I would narrate the conversations I was having. And this just picked up more and more followers um, and people were enjoying it. Number one, because it was funny. And number two, because they realized that it was happening to them. And right. you can't play one for us at all, Louise, can you? Would you get one on your phone and, and play it or would that not work? I don't know how I, I will have a look for one while I'm sat here. Um, be able to hear the audio wouldn't we but yeah I mean there's thousands of them <laughs> to be honest um that became my lockdown um oh, that's me talking about my holiday um let me see I've got a playlist of scammers anyway so I would say things like I would tell them that I was a zookeeper in Walford and I had a pet giraffe and um I just the, the most bizarre things and they would just gloss over it yeah because they had a script and the script always followed um the same way they would start telling you about uh, they'd ask you questions but not really respond to the answers because they didn't understand um and then what they would do is they would tell you, no, they were either, they were in the military, always in the military, always in America. Or they were American military and they were in Aleppo and they were working, they were on a peacekeeping mission for the United Nations. That is a massive one. Or they're on an oil rig. They're somewhere you can't get to them. Yes. Um, their wife has died. Their wife has always died in some catastrophic way. They have one child and that child will be in the care of either um, a boarding school or a, a, a relative. And the child is often what starts the conversation about getting money. They are going to be coming to the UK or back home or out of the army within three months. So they, they give a kind of time scale that you might work with. That OK, I can wait for you for three months. But they fall in love with How into the chats do they start to discuss money? Within days, sometimes. Sometimes within hours, depending on how 
depending on how good they are, some of them, and you're never talking to the same person constantly. There's a team. So you'll spot very quickly that you've been given the beginner because they can't spell for a start off and their grammar is awful. Um, but English may not be their first language. So it may it just... Abs- it, it absolutely yeah. isn't their first language. You can see at times that it's Google Translate because yeah. it's, it's, it's... So it's very easy to spot. Um I say that's very easy to spot. I know thousands and thousands of people were caught out and are still being caught out because if you're not kind of, I wouldn't say I was tech savvy, but obviously I've been using the internet for for a good long, good few years now. Um, if you're vulnerable and not aware that this sort of thing is going on and some very handsome man has sent you a message and got chatting to you, if you do, it's, I would imagine it's very easy for somebody who's very vulnerable, perhaps lonely, perhaps on their own during lockdown to fall for that. I suppose it's about wanting to believe, isn't it? It's about it's, wanting to believe that something like that has to happen to you, that you've found somebody that you connect with. Yeah. And you can, common sense can sometimes just pop out of the window because of the flattery can't it and that that's not I mean, putting anybody down or it, no, it because is what can happen I mean I wouldn't even say these guys were clever because they're not clever they have a script somebody has written this script for them somebody who does have some understanding of English and who has some understanding of maybe what would make what would get the attention of a lonely middle-aged woman um and they love bomb you. And it's that drive was just awful because they've fallen in love with you within 24 hours. They, they and they sometimes they would even can talk to you as if you they would call you their, their wife because they're that's their plan for the future. When this is somebody you may have been talking to for a day. Um, they love an emoji. They send flower emojis and heart emojis and all this and copied and pasted um, hallmark poems from that sort of thing, which is awful. Okay. The copy and pasting, the copy and pasting is something when you when you get involved with multiple scammers, the copy and pasting is exactly the same. Um, so at the and same, I used to ask, at the same time different people will use the same copy and paste yes. of poem is that yeah. is it almost as if one's distributed down the line and people are firing yeah. it out okay yeah and not only that just their their bio their bios their bios are exactly the same often so you know they have this they follow that same pattern of their job being a um, orthopedic surgeon that's that's a favorite but they call themselves an orthopedic surgeon doctor so that this adding the word doctor again is and sometimes they don't spell orthopedic right and you just think well that's annoying you could have at least done your research they're orthopedic surgeon doctors in aleppo peacekeeping with the united nations um you can't and that but this and this is the big one um whatever platform you start off on so whether it be a dating site or tiktok or facebook dating they're all they're all over facebook dating as well um they almost immediately want you to move to whatsapp or google chats um, because i think it keeps everybody in the same place and also they're not um I'm not, I'm not, it was something like they're not easily traceable. Um, and they just want everybody in the same place. So everybody they're talking to is on these. So if I say, so for instance, with, with them on TikTok, I used to say, if you know, they'd ask me about myself and they'd ask me about, and they'd ask for a picture. And so I'd have to say, well, you've, we're chatting on TikTok. You can see me on my videos, but they can't because they can't access that. That's not what they're able to do. So how, how have they got your contacts if they haven't actually seen your picture 
initially well, or have the seen it and then they yes, forgot somebody has yeah because they're not they're talking to so many if you go into their profile say on tiktok and look at who they're following it's all women and it could be five thousand women who of a similar age so there'll be somebody whose job it is to chat to the 50 pluses and there'll be somebody else whose job it is to chat to the 30 pluses or that little group. Um, they often pretend to be women and chat to men as well. So they... So this but, isn't just women that are being targeted then, it's, it's also men. men right? and, and from what, from the, the messages and comments and things I've got, men are often more vulnerable to it because men don't see beyond the picture. And they and they might just, like for me, if I open a, open a message and it's some very, you know, some very, very handsome um, you know, orthopedic surgeon in America, my immediate thought is what are you looking at a chubby middle-aged woman for? A chubby middle-aged man who gets a message from a beautiful 25-year-old is not necessarily going to think that. Because <laughs> they, they think differently, yes. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. They're not going to read the slightly illiterate chat. They're just going to go with, they've, they've. Uh, I don't know, it's... Flattery. They're going to go with the flat, yeah. I, but, uh, you know, it, from what I'm hearing from people who message me and say, my dad's fallen for this, or my granddad's fallen for this, he sent the money. And they, and then you look at the picture and you just think, what, what did you think yeah. this model, <laughs> which is what they do, they take pictures of models. Yeah. Why, let's, why let's just take a minute louise and try and find some to play so that people can hear what you've first put up do you want me to try and find it on my phone let me just see what i've hang on you're not american you're very obviously of african oh, this is me telling you one off no that's the end hang on let's go to the beginning we're just oh. yeah because i'd like to do the telling off after if we could we'll do that a little bit of where we talk about how how um how you approach these people and call them out because sometimes it's just i'm just my one of my favorite ones was um gerard butler because also they pretend to be celebrities so you know i'm being followed by um I have many Tom Cruises following me. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah Liam Neeson. Um, Johnny Depp. Oh. Uh, and yeah, Gerard Butler. Um, and oh, Prince Andrew. Really? Right. Uh, Rylan Clark. And Rylan Clark <laughs> was funny because he said he was only gay for his te for television and that he's not actually gay. And, and you get this sort of thing. And if I have, and without, um, without trying to, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But if I pretend to be gay, they will, they will, they just ignore it. I remember telling one of them that when they said, "Are you married?" I said, "Yes," and my wife is a doctor. And he's, and he did. He responded like, "Ha ha, you said wife." Yes, I. Right. I have. I have a wife because, and that was, and he obviously went away or or got someone else who could chat to a gay person. Yeah. But try and convince them not to be gay. It was, oh, uh, and because obviously it's a very, where, you know, it's they are in Nigeria because I've spoken to some of them and they've admitted who they are. And they've admitted. Have you, so, ha so have you got that on on play then when you've spoken no, to them? What, what sort of thing do you say to them when you speak to them? Well, they call. They will ring. They will ring you. And the thing is, when they ring, they make no effort to hide their accent because they don't right. believe they have an accent. So they don't make any effort to hide their accent. And I mean, I had one who. Um, he was. He was what he was supposedly. You know a. 50 something army officer in the united states was obviously a young teenager Niger nigerian guy um 
and even when I said to him, look, you're not who you say you are. I know you're not who you say you are. I, you know, I understand, you know, your country thinks it is there. Still wouldn't admit who he was and still insisted he was. I, I, I spoke to one on the phone and I, and I could hear a woman and children in the background. It was not, he was obviously sat in his house and it was his job. And when with some of them, they will, they will admit to it. Um, and then they try another scam because what they do then is they try and play on your emotions as a woman, as a mother, and tell you this awful life they have and how they have to do this because it's the only way they can earn money and how corrupt their government is and this is and it, it's encouraged by the government and they're if they do, if they get money then they don't get all the money from what i can understand obviously the money because what they do is they don't ask for cash they ask for google google cards google play cards or right. bitcoin or any online um is that so it's not traceable I don't really know a lot about that, but I imagine no, it's I because really, it's less I mean, traceable. Um, these cards that they have, um, uh, oh, I can't remember what, like Steam cards. Okay. Steam, Steam cards is a big one. And what they do is they ask you to go to a supermarket, buy a Steam card, scratch the back of it, which gives a code, and then you take a photograph of it and you send them the photograph and then they can access through the code on the back. Now, if you look online, there are hundreds of people who have done that and put those pictures online so that you can use them for scammers because obviously they are not. If you do that, they are they get so aggressive and so abusive. They do get really, really abusive when they realize you're playing along with them but yeah steam cards is a big one and google play cards and amazon gift cards um and they just want to see a receipt and a photograph of the card and they can use that right and from what i can understand they can use um it for airtime for online time type so that they are continuing the scams they sometimes you know they I would have them asking for a hundred pounds, so not a huge amount, and they try that first a hundred pounds, and then it escalates. The more I've never I've I've never given any of them any money, obviously, but I know from talk from people who've messaged me, it escalates very very quickly. I was just going to say clearly you've never fallen for any of this because you've recognized it but what what have you heard about people that have what sort of stories have you heard um there have been people who have given thousands thousands of pounds and it's usually been to supposedly buy them out of contracts so buy them out of their army contract um so that they can come home early um that's a big one uh if you want us to be together you need to i need to pay to get out of the army or um i had one of them tell me that his child had been kidnapped by his his london his private london school had kidnapped him and they wouldn't allow him to see his child and that i had so i needed to give him money so that he could call his son because he wasn't allowed to have any conversation with him. And they tell all sorts, tell all sorts of lies, all, all sorts. But, but people do, from what I've heard, they end up, they'll start with that £100 for a video call. Um, they have to pay for video calls. So they ask for, you know, you need to send this money so that we can talk because I'm on a ship in, you know, um, I had so one that kind of like they kind of like get your hooks into wanting to spend time with them and communicate with them, and then charge yeah. you for those communications. Yeah. Oh yes, so then that's that moves on then for for video calling. Um, now I did get I did get one to do a video call without me having to pay for it, but to do a video call, and it was. Um, it was their voice, so it was the Nigerian accent that was talking. It was a picture. It was just a still picture 
the same picture from the internet. And he's saying, oh, I'm sorry, my camera's frozen. Like, no, it hasn't. It's just a picture of somebody else. Yeah. Um, I had somebody who say that who um, they had been asked to put a deposit down on a house. Wow, how much? $5,000, $5, I think it was, to put a deposit down on a house. Um, they never, it was a relative. They didn't say whether they actually did it, but I kind of got the feeling that they had uh, because they were asking me what I knew about getting money back if they had given it or if they gave it. Well, you can't. You can't get it back because you've given it voluntarily. They haven't stolen it from you, and that's the diff that's the difficult thing. Yes, they have scammed you, but they haven't stolen it from you. You have voluntarily yeah. given them that money. Yeah, they've asked and you said, Yeah, okay. Yeah. So and it's and then, but of course they then disappear. So you can't go back and find them, you can't trace them. So that's where it gets um where it gets into a really difficult situation when people are caught out. I mean, I've, I've, I've done things like, you know, I've been in America for the last couple of weeks and I remember saying to one of them, um, I'll be coming to America next year and him literally making plans with me. No, and he, was, he wasn't in America, but he was making plans with me. And then he started saying how, oh, he was going to, it was going to be difficult for him to fly um, because he couldn't get any access to money because apparently the Amer American military are not given access to their own money. Um, so could I send him this ste steam card or Bitcoin to pay his flight? And this, oh, they, yeah. they have a million and one ways of getting the money but the, sto the story to start with is always the same. Um, so it's just... What do they say then when, when you have called them out and said you're not... you're not Well, have you done that? Have you actually said to them when you that. have, I, I know you're not? Them. Yeah, every single one I've done that. And they've either... Most of the time, they get really abusive. They get abusive, they get aggressive, they ring, they're telephoning constantly, um, sending message constantly you know being very very aggressive very abusive what I was finding was happening then and obviously again I was really aware of it so I wasn't is I started getting the you haven't paid your television license text click you know click here to pay it or you owe this to the income tax so you need to pay this and right so they'd move on to all the scams then as if it wasn't from them they pass on the details i've given them so i had a gmail email account that i don't use for anything else um and so i would start getting lots of scam emails i mean hundreds and hundreds of scam emails because that's just another way they go they pass the details then on to um and so i had to start then it started to get more serious in that I had to start screenshotting these messages and putting them online and saying, look, if you receive this, this is not, this is not true. This is not, it, it was a lot about COVID, about getting a COVID passport was a big one. Um, and my parents nearly fell for that because they were going away and they got this email about um, needing a COVID passport, which they knew they needed a COVID pass, whatever it was to go to go on a cruise. Um, but they got one of these scam emails about paying for getting this thing. And with them, it comes through and it's and it, the email will come through as being from the NHS. Um, and it's quite often it says NHS trademark. So the NHS is not trademarked. So you know that the little TM is not a thing. But if you click on the email itself, then it's just some random series of letters and numbers yeah and that's really important to point out to people isn't it because with all scams it can sometimes look as if it's coming from yeah. who it says but if you click on that you can see the exact email address that it's come from can't you and i think it's important that we make sure that people know that so anything yeah. that's saying you need to verify this click on anything that suggests that you click on a link if you Never. actually have a look at where that's come yeah. from 
quite yeah. often you'll see it's it's just an, a normal name and a normal email address, which wouldn't yeah. happen from a big company. The 99% of the time, they're not UK email addresses. So yeah. if it's NHS or um, the post office, but they just get random ones from the post office, um, or television license is a big one. They've, this is, they've cottoned on to people in the UK have to pay for a television license. So you get, so the old story of the Nigerian prints, that one's, that one's gone now, but now it's they're getting more savvy and they are um, going for things that the NHS has been a massive one. Anything to do with COVID, that there, there was a huge amount of scams about that. Um, and HMRC, they send a lot claiming to be the HMRC. Um, and then they send they send random ones to say you know you need to you've you're you've about being in somebody's will that this money has been left that they're claiming to be a solicitor and money has been left to you but you need to do this and then if you and the thing is if you can open the links the opening the links doesn't necessarily put you in any further. Right, they've not hacked into your computer or your no, phone then. then. It's, but if you follow the links, it's things like you can access this money by sending us £500. You can access £500,000 by sending us £500. This this kind of thing. So then you can just you can just end it. You can just block that email and um, you'll get more. I mean, I think I deleted 100 emails out of my junk today, junk file, and... Um, a lot of them were very obviously just just more scam emails, and they are you know they are filling up people's. Um, luckily, mine do tend to all go into my junk files, but yeah, that it's a it's a massive industry. It is a huge industry, and they're obviously it's obviously to some level successful because they keep doing it. Yeah. So maybe for every 500 emails they send, if one person falls for it and sends them that, then so they're going to keep doing it. And there doesn't seem to be any way of stopping it. Because I report them on every platform, I report them. And right. I was just going to say, what what do you do about it? And is your aim of the TikTok to raise awareness? Is is that what that's about? Yeah, so I'd, I was... All of my, so yes, so I went with, sometimes I do quite serious ones, like going like, guys, look, this is coming up now. This is something new. Look out for it. Don't respond to it. Or with the messing about with the screenshots, making it funny, just making people go, I've I've been chatting to somebody who said that. Oh my God, that, that person's not real. Yeah. And that, yeah. yes, that's right. And why would Tom Cruise message you? Be yes. real. Why would Tom Cruise message Doreen in Bradford? No, he's it's not Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, but they still fall for it. And what the celebrity ones do is they ask you to donate money in their name to a charity of their choice. So that's how this, this, even the ones pretending to be celebrities, they're still after money. And that's the way that they do it. But TikTok has on numerous occasions banned me for harassment and bullying really i'm bullying a scammer <laughs> and uh, and they've now um has somebody reported you for it to do that the scammers, or the scammers report me when i call them out they report me um and so i get banned for bullying them and that's happened numerous times and tiktok have just no interest whatsoever even if i report um if I report somebody pretending to be Tom Cruise or pretending to be, then they, I'll get a response from them to say they haven't violated any community guidelines. Well, they're impersonating a celebrity and trying to extort money from people, but that's not violating community guidelines. Um, but me calling them out oh, is... is yeah, and what they're doing, what I've noticed now with TikTok, because I, I have stopped doing it because every time I did it, they banned me. Um, 
every time I pointed out a scammer, they banned me. I, I did a whole, I did a reel the one day of just every scammer I had, I'd, um, I'd just, I did them as a reel. So just, so there was about 20 of them, you know, these are the people and that video was taken down for violating community guidelines. When what I was doing was highlighting to people, they don't talk to these people. Have you, you know, have you told TikTok that that's what you were doing? Yeah, they, well, you can't talk to a human. <laughs> and they, no, it's very, very difficult. Um, and uh, they've now stopped. If I put a video up with a screenshot behind me, they don't allow they don't allow the video to play. So that's um, that that way of getting scams across um, has. Because I put one up the other day, I had a, a, one, obviously a scammer. And what he did was he went through every single one of my videos. He must have spent days. And he was replying to comments to get other people's attention. Oh, you're so beautiful, can we be friends? Oh, you're so beautiful, can we be friends? To literally every person who commented on several videos. And of course, I get that as notifications. So, so I had a list of notifications with just this one guy's pictures all the way down, like a hundred notifications. I screenshot that, I put it behind me on a video with just, and I just had music. I can't remember what song I had playing. I had um I had a song that is it Lily Allen? Fuck off, one of that, that song play behind me and that was instantly banned and it wasn't because of the song because that's the song that is one of the suggestions on tiktok you can use that song it's but it was because i'd put this guy's not contact details but his tiktok face and name as a screenshot and that was and i was then threatened with a ban but i've been banned for up to a month you know, where they'd ban me for a week and then I'd do something else and they'd ban me for another week, then they'd ban me for two weeks. Um, so I had to open another account so that I could keep communicating, but then stop talking about scammers because every time I even tagged the word scammer, that video seemed to get... It'd either be what they call shadow banned, so nobody would see it. Right. Um, or, But a lot of my followers will search me so if they search me i was just they... gonna say how how can people find you on tiktok louise for people who want to learn more about this right it is so it's hang on. what is my right so it's at louise l-o-u-i-s-e and then b 67 Let's see if that works <laughs> At Louise B. 67, did you say? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, got it. So if TikTok are going to keep running you, how else can you raise awareness of this? Um, well, things like podcasts like this, just, I mean, I, um, there was a feature in a magazine in... I can't remember what magazine it was. Um, but it's just anywhere that people might just listen, hear it, and it might just ring a bell. It might just be a case of you thinking, because I had a friend of mine was it was was and she was very young and she was chatting to this guy, and everything she was saying to me, I knew he wasn't real. And I was kind of gently trying to say to her, have you met him? You know, he was supposedly lived quite close to her, but there was always an excuse, there was always a reason. And it's it, it's just that anything that will just get someone to think twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And something as simple as the script. So picture, professional, very handsome, always. It's It's not you know, Dave from the pub. It is two Christian names as their name. So they might be called John Andrew or 
Richard, David, they, for some reason, picked two Christian names. Um, the opening line being something, hello, dear, and immediately wanting to move to another platform to chat is that those are the obvious first five minutes of, right, no, this person's not real. And then the script, dead wife, one child. They don't, their parents have usually died horrifically as well. They live overseas, but they will be back. They will come to the UK within usually three months. They um, have what they see as a, what they think we would recognize as a very important job peacekeeper, surgeon, sea captain, that's a bizarre one, um, work on an oil rig, um, but they're not an oil rig worker, they're a marine engineer, they're something very highbrow. Um, if it seems too good to be true, it is. It's yes. as simple as that. It's, um, and their English is poor, and their grammar is poor, their punctuation is poor. If you ask them a basic question, like what's your favorite takeaway? They haven't got any idea how to answer that question because they don't know what a takeaway is. I had one tell me that his favorite takeaway was the young and the restless. Because, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or if you ask them what their favorite pepper is, they don't understand. It's so, and the picture doesn't match the intellect of, or the picture, the job, doesn't match the intellect of the writing of of what they're saying they're very patriarchal they don't they they are very dismissive of a woman having her own business or a woman not wanting children or a woman not being god-fearing they're very they have a real thing about religion and also food they're obsessed with have you eaten that's a question yeah. you'll get every day. Have you eaten? What have you eaten? Um, so that's another thing is very bizarre. They always want to know about food. Um, and if you ask them about their favorite food, their favorite food will be something very quintessentially African, even if they are supposedly from Atlanta, Georgia, um, and very much middle-aged white man, their choice of food, you will, it, you know, boiled chicken or goat curry or something that you think, is that, is that really what you're eating in? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, I have been accused of being racist as well. With I, was, I was just going to say, this is, a, a, I don't want people to, to think that that's no. how this is coming across. This is about no. raising awareness, isn't it? For people yeah, because... That are, yeah, I'm not presuming that these guys are young Nigerian men. I know they are because they've told me they are. I've, they've sent me pictures of themselves. They have admitted to it. I've spoken to them on the phone. Um, the fact that this is the only way they can survive is awful. And I think it's a twofold um problem isn't it we've got the people that are being scammed but also we've got to consider the, the potential exploitation that may be going on at the other side yeah because they um, are very they are very young yeah some of them are very young you know they are teenagers um sometimes you talk to them and they are very obviously very young and they are scrabbling around to to be able to have a conversation and then you'll get somebody who is much more savvy but they're still using a script and they're still using google translate and they're still um you know when you talk to them on the phone yes they have a level of english but it's a very basic level but they are being exploited and they will talk about the danger that they're in in their country and how corrupt their government is um and there is a level of fear there sometimes when, when you do get to actually, when you do talk to them and they do who they are, and they will still ask you to help. They will still ask for help. Of course, um, yeah, because they do want help, don't they? But, but at the same time, they're asking for help. You can't help them directly because you know that their strings are being pulled by someone else. So this is just a second level of the scam that they're pushed into if they're caught out. Yeah. Um, they could just end the conversation 
but they've got to do something. They've got to try. They've got to keep you on the line, on the hook as long as they can. Yeah. Um, and I think when the ones that I have got the, the abuse from and the is they're quite high up and they've had the maybe those beneath them have gone along with my ridiculous conversations and not recognized I'm just taking the mick out of them and have then they've kind of they're, they're taking the rap for all the time wasted now I have no problem with wasting their time that's the point of me doing it is just to waste their time so if I can keep somebody chatting for a week hopefully there's somebody else not handing their money over because they have fallen for it so yeah. it is um yeah I mean it, it's if you get a chance to look through the through the screenshot videos I've done, yes, it's funny. I, you know, I'm doing, I'm making them funny deliberately so people will watch them, but they're not funny. There's a serious element, uh, isn't there? You just think somebody, all this love bombing and this, you know, I need to be with you, and I, I that somebody somewhere is so, is so vulnerable and is in a position that. Um, there's a very interesting episode of um, Dr. Phil that I watched, you know, the American guy. And he had a woman who said her mother was being scammed. Her mother was being scammed by this guy who said he worked on an oil rig. And she knew it wasn't true. And she'd sent him thousands and thousands of dollars. And they, she needed Dr. Phil to help her to make her realize that it, was, it wasn't true real and what he did was he traced the man whose photograph this guy was using and he got him on a big screen in the studio to talk to this woman and she thought this man was in love with her and she thought this was the man she was sending money to and him having to say to her I'm so sorry it's I, not me, it's not me was, it was heartbreaking because this woman had believed herself to be in a in, in a relationship with this man. And then she saw him face to face and he didn't know who she was. And I thought that is happening all the time. And it just happened that she got the opportunity. She still couldn't quite believe it. She just couldn't quite believe it. She thought her daughter didn't want her to be happy. Her daughter, she thought her daughter didn't want her to sell her house. So she was doing this to stop her. And she's like, no, I'm doing this because this person isn't real. And when they went through the photographs he'd sent her, they were all the same face, photo photoshopped. But the same right. into a different on a different body, so it's yeah. a different pose. And when they blew it up for her and said, Look, you know, it's it's the same picture. He's used one picture. And it, that was really sad. And that sort of brought it home that yes, I have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of fun with it because it kept me entertained for 12 months through lockdown. Um, hopefully it did highlight it to people, to enough people that even if one person just went, oh, hang on, that's what's, that's what's happening to me. I've sent this my money, I'm gonna stop. Um, then great, brilliant, that's that's all you want. But it's, online scamming is, is huge, it's massive industry um, and romance scamming is so cruel yes. because it is playing on the loneliness and the vulnerability of men and women um and it's it is a it is just such a cruel and unkind not just because it's take, they're taking people's money but because they're breaking people's hearts and making them then they're going to question taking them. away the self-esteem aren't they and yeah. how, how they're going to feel afterwards when they realize it it's not just about the financial it's about what what's left as well of the yeah. emotions isn't it and I think it's going to make, you know, you, are they ever going to trust what could be a real opportunity for a relationship? Is that's, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I went through, I online dating is just, is just a cesspit anyway. Um, and I started, and I was, you know, I was literally using the sites just to find scammers. Not even <laughs> there was. If anybody real messaged me, I I would still think twice. 
yeah. actually, no, are you who you say you are? Because sometimes that's you just. Well, that's good, I think. I think people should be thinking twice and yeah. being careful yeah. about what information they share. And that's really difficult because when you are trying to meet somebody, whether it be on a dating site or just in general on social media, you automatically share information about each other because that's part yeah. of the online dating process, asking questions and answering. If you asked every question and the response was, oh, well, that's personal, I can't tell you, a relationship would never move forward. Yeah. So it's really difficult, isn't it, about getting that yeah. balance about being a little bit cynical, being aware, but then also not isolating yourself from what yeah. might be for some people the, the, the main chance of them making friends yeah. and relationships. Yeah, because, I mean, we went through that phase of, you know, not meeting, not meeting strangers because of the danger, um, and and giving not giving out too much information because you were putting yourself in personal danger. So you've got that aspect, and then so you know, are they going to murder me? Are they going to scam me? Is is anybody out there actually, or am I going to meet them and they're going to ghost me? So, so, oh, it's um, yeah, you the, and giving information is. You do, you do share information because you just because if all you've got is initially texting back and forth, and you know, even if it was, you know, scammers are clever, they know the questions to ask, they know, you know, you know, your suggested passwords on things, that kind of thing. You have to be really careful of them asking about your family or asking about your pets because they're 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 fishing for passwords. Yeah, of course. Um, and some yeah. of them, some of them are out there. Literally, that's all they're doing is they're they're fishing for information. So you might never get to a point where they ask for money, but you can you suddenly realise they've asked some very pertinent questions, which could put be put together to, yeah. You know, I mean, whether to it be commit this, fraud. Yes. Yeah. Because that, because also, because obviously if they are, they've taken somebody's photo, they've taken their, you know, sometimes they're, they're t if, if you, you can do these re reverse picture search things and which I did now and again, but actually I, I didn't bother very often because I just knew they weren't real anyway. It didn't matter. But if you they have taken pictures of those people's families they're sending they are sharing pictures of okay you've you've put that picture online already of you and your daughter that's fine but what they're doing then is they are claiming that they are that person this is their daughter and um and their pets and their home and we don't always i think realize just how much information we put online even if it's just a photo you know you sat in like I'm sat in my house now you couldn't be sat at your desk and there's a birthday card. yeah so they know when your birthday is or yeah. the number of your house if you you take a picture out you know your car the car your car registration how many people take a picture of their new car exactly. and all of those things that can then be put together to create a profile and potentially to create um fake ids or you know that sort of thing get you know just taking out a credit card in your name doing this doing that so you know they may be chatting away pretending that they're in love with you and never ask for money but they've asked you enough questions for you to have given them enough information for them to sell that information and you know you might find one day that you've taken out a mortgage yeah it's so difficult isn't it it's so difficult to mm. get that fine balance between making friends and keeping yourself safe do you think that more should be being done do we, have you any ideas of what more could be done or do you think that we all just need to talk about it more I think we need to yes yeah, I mean it is a difficult one because I could sit here all day and flag scammers on whatever platform I'm on just make a new profile. You flag them, they just move on. Yeah. They just now on Instagram, if you block somebody. Oh, your sound's gone, Louise. Oh. So no, that's okay now. Yeah, let's try. If you if you block a, if you block somebody on Instagram, they will block then any further accounts made by that person. 
So they're try Instagram are trying. Yeah. Um, I don't know how successful they can be with that. I don't know. But I get a lot on Instagram as well. Um, but if I block that person, it must be something to do with the IP address. I don't know. I'm not that tech savvy. But it will tell you if you block this, it will block any further um, accounts made by that person. But this is so huge now. It is it is so huge. I think it's gonna it's going to come down to personal just being self-aware of and don't chat to somebody you don't know why and let you know if you've gone on a date i mean dating site i don't know what you can do with dating sites i mean they've been you know the the center of everything from scams to murders so you know dating sites is something you do just have to be just so careful with um but don't interact if you know if it's I can say if it looks too good to be true just don't interact yeah. if it looks too good to be true it probably is isn't it yeah, That's what we yeah. Need to and immediately older. immediate if any if a straight if somebody you've been chatting to for, if you imagine if you've put it into a real world situation and you go to a pub and you meet somebody in the pub and you start chatting to them and they ask you for 20 quid you're gonna walk away so why would that be any different? Think of it if if I am if I had gone out to dinner with this guy, and all of a sudden he says, um, "I need, I, you know, I need twenty quid because I need to ring my daughter." You're going to go, well, no, <laughs> no. So just would somebody who you have been chatting to for quite often it's a it's a few days. Are you the person they would go to if they needed money? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. If I was That's really, what you've got to think about, isn't it? If I was, if I was really stuck for money and I needed something, am I going to go to a to a guy I met on a dating site and chatted to for two days, or am I going to go and ask my dad, or my best friend? So, put think of it in a in a real world situation. Yeah. Would yes. this happen? Yes. You know, would would you fall for it if a stranger in a pub asked you for 20 quid? Would you fall for it? I mean, yeah, some people probably would, but it's it's looking at it that way. Yeah. Would, you know, Dave down at the, you know, the king's head fall in love with you in 24 hours and tell you that you were the most beautiful woman he's ever met, but can you give me 500 quid because I need to go home? Yeah. No. You know, that's not how real humans talk. That's not no. how so no, that's not how it is. Um it's and I I don't I it is it's sad that it's still that people are going to want it to be true. And I think that's the difference. They want that person to be real, they want that person to be who they say they are, and so they will believe it. Yeah, I suppose it's about not letting that profile speak for itself, asking those questions. And when you get the responses back, mm. really listen to them and think about them. Like you say, if somebody's asking you for money, is that right? If you ask a question about a takeaway and somebody responds back with something that doesn't make sense, what's going on? Yeah. It's about actually, you know, not just letting that profile take over, isn't it? And listening yeah. to, to what's happening yeah yes yeah and actually keep going back through the conversation and rereading it because one of the things that they quite often do when the shift changes is they repeat themselves um because it's somebody else that's come in and taken over so but i mean you, you shouldn't need to get that far into a conversation they are not you shouldn't need to. You should just look for those first, that first few exchanges is all you need to know that they are not real. And obviously, if they are a celebrity, they are 100% not real. Then, the, you know, Liam Neeson is not messaging you. It's just, you know, it no. isn't him at all. I, I, I only hope there is that people listening to this podcast you know if, if we can just have made a few of them think hang on a minute and go back and reassess then it, it's well worth it isn't it but also you know, to just talk to older relatives 
And if an older relative has started to talk about a friend they've met online, check it out. Yeah. Because yeah. that friend they've met online may well be scamming them. And that and they do, you know, that 50 plus is is their target. So those who may not be aware, but who just suddenly find a new friend, um, just just check it out. Just you know, because so yeah, if if you hear you know any friends or family getting excited about somebody they've met online, just you know, just ask a few questions and. And then, you know, it, it's, and it's difficult to have that conversation, but which is why I, I've, I, people have said to me, I give, I show them your TikToks. And then that's the easiest way for them to go, isn't this the conversation you've been having? Isn't this the person you've been talking to? Um, and then, um, then they recognize it. Yeah. And then hopefully there, but it does with a lot of people, it said it's, it's taking a lot to convince, you know, Auntie Mabel that no, he, he, this, this guy is not who he says he is. And, you know, you know, so, so yeah, it's, I think all we can do is just get people to be aware and keep an eye out and, and, you know, keep reporting them by all means to all the platforms. Just keep and keep blocking them because every time you block them, they've got to make another account. Then they, yes, they have got multiple accounts, but it's just annoying and for them, and it's it's time wasting. And that's uh, that's the only way to um, I think the only way now because there's it's not important enough for legislation or you know any anybody getting involved i mean you can go to online fraud and you can report nothing else no um not really because i don't because right from what i've been told you can't you know you can't trace them you can't find them you can't find that individual who took the money because it's not an individual it's a whole team of people in And there are photographs online of of gangs of these young lads just sitting in an alley with laptops on their laps and phones in their hands. And they're all just sat there. And that is purely what they're doing. Yeah. It's just, and, and again, the reason for pulling them all into one place of Google Chats or WhatsApp is, um, is that it just makes it easier. And they can literally pass them around and keep the conversation going 24 hours a day. Because obviously there's a massive yeah. time difference. But the conversations can go on day and night because they just keep going round and round. Um, but like we said, there's a sad story at that end as well. There's a sad story at that end. But yeah. whilst it's working, whilst they are managing to get money, it's going to continue. We've got to yeah. somehow raise awareness so that we stop giving money and then it's not working yeah. at the side. If, and if no somebody online, if someone online asks you for money, no. Simple answer, no. If yeah. it's somebody yeah. you met five minutes ago desperately needs money you are not their first port of call if they are a real person in real need i suppose some people might take a lot longer before they ask for money but it's still it's still the same isn't it if somebody online who you don't know asks you for money say no yeah yeah whether whether you've been chatting to them for an hour or a year just say say no i mean most of the ones that i have been chatting to the money question comes up within a couple of days. Uh, it's not; they don't form long relationships. They they will they will continue a relationship. Then, if you give them money, and the the figures get bigger and and it goes on for longer. But um, for the most part, it's quite quick. It's quite it's, it's, so it is, and it's no. So no, I think it's it is it should be simple. If if someone online asks you for money, the answer has got to be no. Yeah. Um, and if you I start getting phone calls about from your bank, all the, there's all so many. If your phone number is out there, your phone number then is, you know, gets picked up by people. You know, I am very. I think I'm very very lucky that I have never been caught out, but. I could see how easily 
anybody could be. Um, I'm just now, you know, it's a sixth sense now. I'm constantly, I double check everything, double check the email. If it's a random phone call, I'll hang up and ring them back. That So it's, you know, but that's, uh, who's, not everybody is going to be quite as cynical as me. But but I think I've just seen enough. Um, I've just got, got mixed up with so many of them and the story's always the same and it goes down the same, um, down the same yeah. route. I think, route. I think it's, it's great that we can all learn from your experience as well. And I think it's really important that you do keep on sharing this, no matter how much TikTok try and block you. Oh, I think yeah. you're doing a, a great job. I'm, I'm certainly going to have a look at your uh, TikTok profile now. And <laughs> you're going to fall down it. that rabbit hole. I well, am. If you look on the profile, there's a banner at the top that says scammers, and that's specifically just some of those scammer videos. But if you go back, yeah. there's, there's, there's hundreds <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a listen to some now. But thank you so much for talking about this. I just I, I wonder how many other people listening to it, you know, are going to want to tell us about their stories as well. And I wonder there's how many people are trying to have fallen for it. There's going to be some horror stories out there, which is really sad. But um, but yeah, just got to keep plugging away and um, yeah, spotting those red flags. Yeah, it'd be great as well if, if we could ever get to hear from somebody who has done this yeah. in a different country and explain what coercion there was for them to do it or what motivation there was. But yeah. I don't know whether these people would ever come forward, but that'd be really helpful if, if any, you know, if we could ever speak to somebody and see what it's like at the other side and try yeah. and break it down. And why? Yeah. yeah, yeah, what pushes them into it? And uh, yeah. yeah, right. I've loved chatting with you. I've really yeah, enjoyed you. it. And, and I've learned stuff as well. It certainly will make oh, me good. think twice. So that's good. really good. Thank you right. very much. Right, Keep then. up the work, Louise. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.